baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Total Information AM with Tom Ackerman. I'm Megan Lynch. We're going to tell you more about a recent poll of former members of Congress, 300 of them. It shows that nearly 85% are concerned about election-related violence in 2024. Those same respondents said nearly half have received threats to themselves or their families while they were serving in Congress. The poll was the product of the University of Massachusetts Amherst and the Association of Former Members of Congress. UMass Amherst political science professor Alex Theodoridis joins us now via Zoom. He is co-director of the poll. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, talk about uh, the methodology of this poll, uh, who you talked to and the questions you asked. Yeah, we we um, worked with the Association of Former Members of Congress. It's 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 exceedingly rare that you can have this kind of access um, to an elite sample like this. Um, but their credibility uh, with this audience um, and their obviously fantastic email list of former members of Congress made it possible to get uh, over a forty percent response rate, which is um, just astonishing for 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 a group like this and. Um, you know that translates to uh, 293 people who uh, who who took the started the survey and and um, 237 who finished it all the way through. Uh, and it was a long survey. It was like a, a 47 minutes was the median time they took. So you know almost an hour uh, answering questions about politics and uh, and Congress. I'm curious not only about Republicans and Democrats, but about Republicans then and Republicans now. Uh, what are you seeing there? Well, I mean, a, a big thing we see is uh, is big differences uh, between the Republican former members in the sample um, who are not by any means, they, they skew actually conservative. So this is not by any means, you know, a bunch of, uh, of uh, center-right uh, Republicans or anti-Trump Republicans. Um, this is this is a group that that you know, in terms of in terms of uh, their ideology is is and partisanship is quite Republican. Um, but this group looks very different from uh, Republican voters. So the rank and file Republicans, eighty-two percent. Uh, this is especially on things related to January 6th and election uh, 2020. Uh, 82% tell us that Biden's election was legitimate. That compares to just 26% among Republican voters in our last poll. Um, and and we don't know the exact numbers of members of Congress who believe this, but based on uh, their public stances, uh, you can you can assume it's it's far less than uh, 82%. Um, who would publicly say uh, that Joe Biden's election was legitimate. Now, why is that? Um, part of it is probably that the Republican Party has changed, right? This is not your father or grandfather or mother or grandmother's Republican Party. Um, but I think also part of it is just the electoral pressure that the current members feel like they face. Uh, and it's a vicious cycle because 
they feel like they face electoral pressure because, as I said, only 26 percent of Republican voters will tell us that uh, Biden's election is legitimate. But, you know, those those voters are taking cues from elites. And so if more uh, Republican elites would stand up and say, uh, you know, this last election was legitimate and January 6th was not just a normal protest and claiming that we won is a is a threat to American democracy. Um, you know, you might see some movement in public opinion on that. You ask them also about the balance of power when it comes to uh, the the different branches of government and judicial yeah. power. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so th- there's, you know, a general sense um, that Congress right now is is mired in dysfunction. We asked them, you know, to describe the current state of Congress. Uh, dysfunctional was by far the most most used words. The other, you know, most used words are along the same line. So partisan, uh, polarized, divided, mess. Right? Those are the top. Uh, those are the top five descriptors used. Uh, and you see very little positive, if any, um, positive sort of takes. And then, yes, a lot of them are very concerned. Uh, about the power of their former institution relative to both the executive branch in particular. Um, So 80 percent believe that the legislative branch has lost power to the executive branch um, and 65 percent believe it's lost power to the legislative to the uh, to the judicial branch. They put a lot of time into this. You report that the median respondent spent 47 minutes on the survey. My question would be, would members choose to serve again? Do you think, or what did they say? Yeah, well, they then they told us, and and that that was you know one of the bright spots in the survey um, is that uh, is that the you know the the majority, the vast majority of these former members um, said that they would that they would in fact choose to run again, um, and and so that's you know that's that's pleasing. Although I will say we've seen a, a recent uh, you know run up of people resigning uh, and choosing not to run again. This is the season for that kind of thing. Um, You know, and the numbers are pretty high this year, and uh, a lot of them are citing the dysfunction in Congress uh, as as a reason why they're deciding to step aside. They're kind of saying, you know, you can take this job uh, and shove it. Uh, And the problem with that, you know, there will still be members of Congress. Um, The problem with that is that potentially the ones who replace the people who are turned off by all this stuff are maybe not the, the the people you most want in there. The people who are most willing to play the current game in Congress, you know, may not be exactly the statesmen and stateswomen that we would like to see um, serving us. We're speaking with UMass Amherst political science professor Alex Theodoridis about the poll that they did of nearly 300 former members of Congress. We mentioned at the very start about how they felt about the potential of violence in the 2024 elections. So tell us more about the results that you got and the breakdown between Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, so uh, as you mentioned earlier, 84 percent. Um, said that they are concerned about uh, violence in the 2024 election. And that's actually very similar to what we've seen the last couple elections um, from uh, from voters. Uh, the, the number is slightly lower for Republicans, but both both parties, um, you know, have have pretty high levels of alarm uh, regarding the potential for violence. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Personal threats are also part of that and part of this general, you know, 
desirable lack of desirability uh, for people to to run for office. You know, when you've got nearly half of former members saying that they or their families receive threats, and lots of them say their staff receive threats. And by the way, both of those numbers have increased over time, um, and both of those numbers are much much higher for women um, and members of color. Uh, you know, these are these are some troubling, troubling trends and and concerns regarding the, you know, the the relatively new increase in the role of violence in our politics. Last thing is, what do you do now? I mean, do you take this information and is this creating awareness that can start to change things in our society, the political violence? How does this get applied moving forward yeah well we hope so i mean I, I think i think every bit helps um we've got a lot of the former members uh going out and talking uh on various outlets about their experiences you know these these numbers um, really lets them speak in aggregate but a lot of times their personal stories of receiving threats and things like that can can really resonate with people um, and and make people realize that it's it's particularly important to call these things out on our own side, right? So so what we need is you know for Democrats and Republicans to really put their foot down um, whenever somebody on their own side uh, uses violent rhetoric or encourages violence or dehumanizing rhetoric, uh, these sorts of things. We know uh, from from lots of work in political science that the most effective counter to these things um, is is when they're called out and punished um, by voters and by elites uh, on the side of the person, the political side of the person who's violating these norms. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking time to explain this polling to us today. My pleasure. That is Alexander Theodoridis, Associate Professor of Political Science at UMass Amherst. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 